Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Last week, I spoke to you about the three big sins of podcast coaching. The three red flags that you should look out for when hiring or working with a podcast coach. Now... When it comes to coaching, there are inevitably the very bad ones, but there are also the very good ones too. And after I told you my views on how to spot the bad ones last week, well, my friend over on Twitter, Steph Fuccio, asked me to do a good list. How do you find a good one? So here it is. My three signs of a great podcast coach. Plus, a little bonus tip at the end, because three sounds better than four and made a better title, but actually I've got four, so stick around. Stick around. There are four tips. And one of them, I'm going to say it's a bonus one, but really, it's the main one. Now, this is, of course, the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, CEO and co-founder of Captivate.fm, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host, where we're just about to release yet another range of features to help you to grow your podcast's audience and generate more revenue. So if you're looking for a podcast host that doesn't just try and sign you up to a free plan and then get you to pay a little bit every month. If you want someone that is actually here to help you to grow and makes no bones about the fact that if you're serious about it, you need some skin in the game, then head to Captivate.fm. It is the world's only growth-focused podcast hosting platform. Our Trustpilot reviews tell you all about that. So go and check it out at Captivate.fm. Also, if you are you know, a long-time listener, you're probably on my email list. You're probably getting this as written content as well, so you can enjoy it at your leisure on your iPad, on your computer, on your phone. Maybe you're chilling out, waiting somewhere in a line, and you think, yeah, I'm going to get a little written dose of Marco. Well, if you are getting that, that is powered by Aweber, and you can do the same thing for your audience. You can send content out that will engage them and build relationships, and I think every podcaster should be doing that. You can do it for free without a credit card at markaskwith.com slash Aweber or mark.live slash email. That's mark.live slash email. I used to play a little bit, I don't know if you know this, but I used to play a bit in the online business world. Well, you know, actually, I've got an online business with Captivate, but... It's podcasting software as a service, SaaS as we call it. And what I'm talking about when I say I used to play in the online business world is that I used to be around people who have got online businesses but sell things that are a little bit less, I guess, developmental. You know the sort of thing, a course, masterminds, and of course coaching. And it's a nice space to live in, but it's pretty hard to scale. Now look at any online business person who sells those things. 
The smart ones diversify into other, more sustainable revenue channels. And the more, um, I suppose the more blinkered ones try to just keep filling the funnel of new clients or upselling to current clients like yourself. Maybe the you know, work with someone and you they keep trying to sell you stuff. And I talked last week about why that might not be great for you. But last week I talked about how to spot the red flags in podcast coaching. And really it is a distinction between these two types of people. So I talked to you about those, those red flags. Okay. But how do you start to identify a good podcast coach? Well, let me give you my take on it. Number one, this is what they do. Okay, this is what they do. The thing that they are selling to you, they do every day themselves. So for some online business people, coaching is a way to support their income or bridge a financial gap. It's the lowest hanging fruit when it comes to making money because they've already got the scalable and saleable knowledge and all they've got to do is package it up into something that's clearly positioned, marketed and pretty easily understood. And then by creating some content like a podcast and YouTube channel and some blog posts that rank on Google, by creating that content, that then positions them as just enough of an expert so that they can pop a lead magnet on their website. You know, something that might sound like how I started my podcast in just three minutes, get my exact playbook now. And then what they do is they warm you up with some emails so that they can make some sales and they can sell you on it. Okay, now there's nothing wrong with that. That's how it works after all. But as a podcast, you don't want someone who uses coaching to bolster their revenue and to keep themselves afloat enough to do the thing that they really want to do. No, no, no. You need a coach who does coaching for a living. Someone who lives, breathes and loves podcasting, who focuses on maintaining their knowledge in the industry and building quality, deep processes for their podcast coaching endeavours. Now, I suppose the easiest way to articulate this is to just get yourself to answer this question. Ask yourself this. Would you rather work with a podcasting expert who coaches or a coaching expert who has decided to coach on podcasting because it's trendy? We know the answer, don't we? We know the answer. Now, looking for a coach who works with a well-developed client base, who can show testimonials from that client base, and who is willing to share contact details of a few key clients so that you can verify them is a really good place to start. Now, if someone, it's something to remember, okay, if someone is doing anything as a side hustle, they can only dedicate so much time to it. That's all right in a lot of cases, but you need to know that from the outset, Maybe a coach only coaches part-time as they transition from employment to their own business, but because of that, maybe they just focus on the launch phase of a podcast and not, for example, the growth phase. Again, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just really important before you hire someone to ask for, number one, those testimonials, okay? Just get a look at the work they've done and the successes that they've achieved. Plus, it's vital to gain an understanding of how much they put into, number one, their coaching business overall, and number two, each individual client in terms of time and deliverables. What do they put into you and into their coaching business? Just get a gauge for whether or not this is the thing that they do or just something that they are doing. There is a difference. A good podcast host will be honest with you about how their coaching business fits into their overall working life and what you can expect from them. A great podcast coach has built demonstrable processes that are part of the expectations orientation and are at the core of your work together. Remember that. Point number two, sign number two of a good podcast host, for great podcast host. They know 
Sorry, I said host then, didn't I? Of a coach. I keep saying host. Every time I say the word podcast, I have to say host. That's what you get when you're on a hosting platform. (laughs) Sign number two of a great podcast coach. They know what they don't know and make sure that you know too. The worst coaches in anything overstretch themselves. And I mentioned last week that for a lot of coaches, it's easier to sell something to you as a current client than it is to sell something to a new client. And it's cheaper too. There are no customer acquisition costs and there are no onboarding processes to do. In fact, if positioned well, an upsell can simply feel like a continuation of the work you're doing together and feel like an organic next step. That can be all right. The problem arises when a podcast coach overstretches themselves and starts selling everything. Growth coaching, show notes writing, production, social media management, monetization coaching, and so on. You get the picture. And that happens. I see all the time, okay? And what they're doing is they're trying to increase what we call the LTV, the lifetime value of you to them. As a business methodology, that's fine. Increasing LTV and lifetime value of a customer is what we all do. It's why you get upsold wine and bread and desserts when you go to a restaurant. But as an experience for you, the paying customer, with coaching, it cannot always work out so well because those coaches are okay at that other stuff. Remember, you bought into something that they're great at and they're only okay at this other stuff. They can sort of do it, but they aren't good at it. And what this results in is box checking. Am I doing social media? Check. Well, someone's doing it for me. Do I have show notes? Check. But are they the best? Are they useful? Am I doing something that feels like I'm trying to grow my audience? Well, check in a box because someone's doing something for me. But is it actually doing anything? And you, you know, you get the picture there. You end up with this litany of things that you simply do as opposed to getting actual results. A good podcast coach knows their limits and encourages you to focus on a very specific project with them through to completion. In fact, through to successful, measurable completion. And from there, they give you some specific and very, very focused next steps. Either with them, if they've got the provable skills to do it, or perhaps with someone else. Which leads me to point number three of finding a great podcast host. Point number three is, oh, for God's sake, I've done it again. (laughs) I should edit my episodes, but I'm not gonna. All right, you know, you'll be having a laugh now. Tip number three of finding a good podcast coach. (laughs) They tell you when you need extra help, even if it might cost them business. Let me explain. The worst coaches in anything try to silo you into their ecosystem. Good coaches know their own limits like we talked about and are honest with you about them. But great coaches never ever dead end you and love to see you thrive even if it's with other people. Let me explain that a little bit more then. Okay, so when I was a digital agency owner, I made it a point to never ever dead end someone. That's to say, I never left someone without an answer or clarity on what to do next. I might not have had the answer, but I went out of my way to either find out the answer or to better still, find someone that I could refer my clients to who was far better at the next thing they needed or the thing that is kind of adjacent to the thing that I was providing than I was. Someone that was better at the thing 
that they needed next. What happens if I do that? I benefit from a halo effect. I don't let them down with half-assing a skill. All right. And as a coach, it's better to be superb at what you do and to be T-shaped, what we call in marketing T-shaped, which is to say you've got a broad range of knowledge as a coach at the highest level, but have a depth of knowledge in one or two key things. So when you're interviewing a new podcast coach, I want you to think about this. Make it a point to ask them where their knowledge ends and what their network is like for referrals to other experts. And as an example of this, it's the one that I've used throughout. Your coach may be wonderful at podcast launches, but has never scaled anything of note. A great coach will be honest with you and tell you that they can refer you to someone else for that part. Whereas a poor coach is going to try to keep you on the hook by saying things like, hey, don't worry, we can sort that when it comes to it. We'll handle that when we get to that bridge. Or we have the skills in-house to do that. See how vague that sounds. And a telltale sign, actually, of a really good coach is that they simply don't do that. They aren't an agency. They're a single person, and they should act as such by saying things like I and not we. It's one of the most common fallacies in business these days that you have to say we to sound bigger. No, you don't. Say I. I'm a person. I'm working with you. And I know that might sound like a silly distinction now, but when you need someone to solve a problem or to take you forward, you need the right person to take you in the right direction, not just someone to make you feel like you're moving forward. So remember, a sign of a great podcast coach is that they're open with their referrals and love to transparently collaborate with people who can fill the gaps in their knowledge to give you a more rounded experience. And my bonus tip for finding a great podcast coach, I mean, actually, it's the, it's the most important one. <laughs> I talked last week about coaches making you feel great and really motivated when you're on a call with them. But, you know, as you step back, you get off the call, you sort of kind of ride that wave of motivation. But as you step back more and more as time progresses, you look at the results and you begin to see that the numbers just aren't heading in the right direction. And as long as you're doing the work, that is probably to do with the direction that you're headed. Because a good podcast coach makes you feel good, but vitally gives you clear, specific actions during each session, and even more vitally, holds you fully accountable for achieving and completing those actions before your next session. A great podcast coach has spent time working on processes, on tools, on community that helps you to action your specific tasks, and has a real contingency plan in place for if you don't do your bit. The very best coaches understand your skills, your own limits, and how far they can take you out of your comfort zone before burning you out. They never, ever take it easy on you. They shouldn't take it easy on you for not doing what you promised to do, not doing the things that you said you'd do before the next session. Because if you've hired a coach, then you're ostensibly committed to achieving and taking accountability for the work needed to get you where you want to be. You should expect the very best coaches to be tough on you if you let them down, if you don't do your bit. That's why they exist. And the very best coaches, they're not afraid of doing that. And you should let them because that's why they exist. All right. So remember, not all coaches are created equally. Coaching is a viable way to make money. And like last week, I'm not bashing all coaches and I'm not bashing the good podcast coaches. What I'm trying to do is help you to identify the good ones and to tell them apart from the bad ones because you shouldn't invest money in something that sucks. And also, don't get coaching by me. Why should you not get coaching by me? Because I made the simple mistake of having Norman, my dog, in 
my podcast studio as I was recording. And he's just said hello. So say hello to Norman back, everyone. In fact, if you want, send me an email, mark at rebelbasemedia.io with hello Norman in the subject line and I'll let him know that you did that. <laughs> All right, until next time, thanks for persisting. Thanks for listening. Let me know what I can do to help. Hit me up on Twitter, mark.live slash Twitter, and I'll be around to help. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe and keep on captivating.